I'm Sherry Dunleavy, your inspirationista, host, and a grieving mom. Welcome to the Grief Anonymous podcast. Grief is a journey, and I'm 20 years into mine. No matter where you are in yours, I hope you'll join me as I provide you with information, tools, and experts to help guide you through the darkness of death into the light of living. Help is on the way. I'm so excited to talk to our guest today because she wrote one of the most beautiful books on healing from grief I think that I have ever read. Melissa Lyons is an award-winning author and she has wrote the book, I Will Always Love You. And I'm so delighted to have her as my guest today. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Sherry. It's really great to be here and speak with you. So what is the the gist of, of this book? This book, um, this book speaks to us at any age, and it's about seeing our lives and, and connecting to a purpose that will help us live our, our best lives regardless of what we've gone through, and, and going through grief is a really hard thing to go through, and this book is a tool, or a, it's, it's almost like permission to live again. It's, yeah, it's like your permission slip. It is. And it comes from the perspective of the person who we're grieving, who's no longer physically here with us. And we can talk about this at some point today, but I, I brought these words to the world, but they're not from me. They're through me. So as people hear these words, they need to understand that th- these aren't my perspective, my opinion, or my point of view. They're, they're from a higher source that's beyond either of us and all of us, I believe, with all of my heart. I, I it, it, after reading it, I have to say that I absolutely agree. It's almost like the message is, is that we need to really celebrate our lives and, and, and enjoy our lives and live our lives to the fullest. And this is like our permission slip to do that. So that's what's so healing about this. So would you please read it to us so that people can feel um, the gift that you've given us? I would love to. And I will say to all of you as you're listening, hear these words from, from the voice or through the voice of that person who you're carrying with you. And when, when, when these words came through me, I, I didn't understand why. And so my, my next question was, what am I supposed to do with it? Who is this for? And this was the, the words that came to me. It's, it's for everyone, big or small. It's for the child who lives within us all. These words were sent to comfort you. Take time to read them. You'll know what to do. (laughs) So here we go. I will always love you. If you're reading this now and I'm far away, please pay attention. I've got something to say. It was my time to go and I can't explain why, but there was a reason. It was my turn to fly. Now I can see you from my new place of rest. You must understand you are still truly blessed. Realize that by letting me go, you'll give us both freedom more than you know. Believe in angels and spirits or not, but consider this, I hear all of your thoughts. Your life lies ahead and it's all very great. I'm privileged now to see all of your fate. I have one last wish, and it's part of the theme. It's you choosing to choose to follow your dream. 
My gifts to you include memories and love, and now you'll have more with my guidance above. I'll send you hints so you'll know I'm around. Pay closer attention to each sight and each sound. You might see butterflies or other clues that I leave. It could be a rainbow, you'll just have to believe. Focus on love and trust in good things. Listen to your intuition and see what life brings. Open your mind and change as you need. Embrace new directions, see where they lead. Welcome your challenges as they appear. Accept them as lessons, there's nothing to fear. They come with messages and purposes too. It's all part of your learning, they're gifts for you. See them with gratitude and understand their role and then get back to focusing the thoughts you control. Trust your heart as you follow your dreams. It has been directed by the highest of teams. You hold the power and the answers inside. Turn into your heart, let it be your guide. You create your world with each thought that you think. Your beliefs build your future as fast as you blink. The mind is a garden that grows flowers and weeds, and one who chooses good thoughts always succeeds. Trust me, I know advice is easy to give, but divine wisdom shows this is how we should live. Be the one who shares the light that was mine. Honor me now by letting your shine. Trust that I'm free and home at last. Cherish each moment. Life goes by so fast. And remember, I will always love you. Each time I hear that, I am just, I learn something new every time. And I, I have to say that as, as a mother who lost her son 21 years ago, I, I feel much of that to be true. I feel kind of like what I'm doing right now, this podcast and the work that I'm doing to help bring hope and light to others in the healing of their grief is kind of like something that we're doing together. He's doing it on his side and in his realm, and I'm doing it on my side. And so that's a beautiful gift. But what I find so amazing is that you say it is divinely inspired because there's really not been a profound grieving experience as far as death goes uh, with you or your family. It's a loss. You, you've, you've, you've experienced grief, but it's not a grief from death. And yet this came through you, not from you. Explain that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, well, one of the predominant feelings in grief, I think, is, is feeling hopeless for a period of time, and sometimes it's extended. And I've had my share of hopelessness in my life where I, um, I didn't know how I was going to get through the day. And I obviously got through it at different points. Uh, but for me, I sold a business uh, about five or six years ago. And at the end of it, what should have been a joyous occasion, occasion I found myself still like wanting more in terms of fulfillment. I didn't give it to me. And so I went on, I went on my own journey to, to figure out what my purpose was and, and what was missing in my life and what I needed to do to, to find joy. 
And it, it, it started with a three month journey and it ended up being 30 months, but it culminated with this book just coming through me one day when, during a journaling session. Wow, that's, that's incredible. So once it came through you, did you know what it was? How did you recognize it for what it was and the gift that it is? Well, I knew it was something because journaling is therapeutic for me and has been. And I, I, I put off journaling for a lot of my life. It was something I wasn't interested in. Uh, but in, my, in this 30 months leading up to the book, I had been journaling pretty much every single day. And that day, and I, I didn't consider myself to be a creative person, but I now realize I just didn't allow myself to connect to my authentic connection of life and, and all of our sixth sense and everything like that. And so this is how I journal off and I'll do like lamp, chair, tree, water, boat, butterfly, coffee, tea. And I just write words till I forget I'm writing on days where I don't feel connected. And on this day in particular, that's what I was doing. And then all of a sudden I looked in my journal and this story, probably 80% as you just heard it was there. And when I journal, I, I'm expelling mistakes. I don't, there's no grammatical, like I just go. This was perfectly written, perfectly rhyming, and clearly was about, had a message. And so at first I was like, oh, this is cool. My husband came out of the water. He was doing his own thing. And he said, because we're on vacation. And he said, like, you look like something happened to you. And I said, well, I think I just wrote a book. And he's like, oh, here we go again. Because I've been trying to find myself and see what my next adventure would be. Mm -hmm. And um, when I went to read it to him, I couldn't. And I'd read it three or four times that morning and I couldn't get the words out. I was sweating and sobbing and crying. And, and he's like, what? like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. And that the words have so much power. Mm -hmm. I can't explain it other than it's just so divinely inspired and it's through me, not from me. Right. So then when you realize that you did have a book and it had a healing message for the world, and for all the hurting hearts and hurting souls out there, that's like a massive responsibility on your shoulders. <laughs> like, okay, now this came through me. What do I do with it? How did you decide what you were going to do with it? Well, I had to re remind myself, even as I tell you the story, I've been asking, like, how can I serve? What's my purpose? How can I serve and actually feel that, that power in me? And so to me, this was the answer. It's like someone dropping a puppy off at your door when you didn't know you wanted his dog and you don't even know if you want a dog when you see the dog, but it's there and you need to take care of it. This was like this, this, these words were popped into my hands and, and as, as an entrepreneur, I knew what I needed to do. And when I started to talk to publishers, nobody wanted to talk to me because I wasn't a writer. And so I had to chart my own path. And, and so I did. And I, I found an illustrator because I think that, and for those of you who just heard this book, if you actually see the illustrations, it brings it so much to life. There are two children, a boy and a girl that go together on a journey from the morning to the night. And they go through all kinds of adventures like we do in our lives. And um, so they had to illustrate all of it needed to tell that full story that would bring that healing and comfort to people when they needed permission to live again. And in the illustration too there is a lot of purpose in the pictures right yeah um and it was a collaboration i i, I virtually like went to many countries in the world and ended up um, finding someone literally by as a crow flies like probably 20 kilometers from my house in canada and she's from detroit the greater detroit area oh. so we were like so geographically connected even though countries apart 
Anyway, I asked her um, why she wanted to write the story. And she said to me that her, her grandfather had died and that her grandmother was still really grieving and that she felt that this story would help her grandmother. And right away I knew she got the book because it's, it's not, it's for children, but it's for all of us. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's how I found her. And, and the collaboration that the children have gray skin and no faces. So anybody from any ethnicity can pop themselves into, into these, these kids and go on the adventure and they have hearts on them and their hearts actually change color as the book moves, which you probably, I, I've, I've yes. never mentioned that to you, but they start off blue and cold. And by the end, when they, when, when it says trust and I'm free and home at last, their hearts are white light. And that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, it is. It's beautifully illustrated. It's, it's beautifully written. Um, there's power in the pictures. There's power in the words that you just read to us. And one of the underlying messages that I picked up from this is that it is a choice. You have to, you know, you have to make a choice. Are you going to, um, you know, I, I told this, with, I had this talk with my father uh, as he was really failing in health a few years ago. And I said, you have to make the decision. Are you set on dying or are you, are you set on living? Because there is a huge, th th there's a huge path that leads either way. So which path are you going to choose? And so are you choosing in this situation, are you choosing the path of love and light and healing and hope? Or are you choosing the path of death and despair and depression and sadness? You know, because there's a dead end there. Um, yeah, so there is. It, it is about a choice, correct? Yeah, it's about a choice. And, and I think that um, we lose ourselves in that choice um, because we're so lost in our grief and we're, you know, you, a piece, a part of you dies when someone dies and, and how do you, what, what do you fill that with? And in the beginning you fill it with the pain and then everybody seems to carry their pain for different lengths of time. And I've witnessed that. And, and my thoughts are, why would someone carry that pain for longer than, than it would, you would wonder? Cause right. again, I had to be careful as I choose my words because I understand this is a personal journey for us all. But I, I want to get into the mind, the understanding of why someone would carry it for longer than others. And I think it's because they feel guilty. They feel guilty because if they look like they're having too much fun or they, they sense their, their loved one sees them just moving on without them, that it will mean they didn't love them enough. Right? Right. And so my thought, my question is, so if you think they're, that they're watching you now and you're worried that they're going to see you happy, what if they're watching you now and they're disappointed that you're sad? They got that you were sad at first, but now they want, you, you've got your light to shine and you can shine their light. And why don't you show them some joy? Because bring them with you. So carry your grief and your pain, but start adding light to it. Because what if that's what they actually want for you too? Because we don't know that they want us to be sad. Absolutely. I think people have guilt for that. And people have guilt of other people seeing them smile. Or other people having that joy. Um, so there's, there's guilt that we feel for a lot of different reasons, but, but if we take it back to the purpose of each one of our lives is to shine our light and love one another, how, how could you feel guilty about doing that? Right. But in the, it's so true, but in the midst of it, people are like, they're looking for 
for that that reason to believe that they can. So in the book where it says, um, realize it by letting me go, you'll give us both freedom more than you know. Those words to me are, that's your permission. And that's your also awareness that again, as you're holding so tight to that person, that soul, maybe that soul has work to do too and wants to be, wants to be a little bit released or, or feel better seeing that you like, you, you can both grow. Right. And that opportunity, that invitation is there and you can go slowly step by step. You know, a birthday right. cake is, is lit by lighting that Think of a birthday cake with 25 candles on it and you light the first candle and one by one, you light a candle. Like it doesn't just turn on like that. So just every day, shine a little bit more light, take your, take your grief and, and show it some gardens and some beautiful things in nature and take it on path or journal with it, you know? Take a bubble bath with it. Go to an yeah. exercise class and dance, you know? Show it some, some real joy and some real love. I love that. I love that yeah. perspective. Um, yeah. I, I just find this um, an absolute beautiful tool, but that's the book. You have also provided a journal, and that is a beautiful healing tool as well. Tell us about that. It's, it's true. And I mentioned that I've been through my own bouts of hopelessness in my life, um, starting as early as that I, that, that I was dealing with it in my teenage years. Um, but I've been told through the years to journal. And there was no part of me that wanted to journal. And as I said, and so as I began to journal when I, when I went on this journey after selling my business, I realized that there was so much of myself that I didn't know. And I'd lost so much of my life by my own actions or by society's actions as being a wife, a mother, an employee, a boss, all those roles that we play, that we begin to disconnect with who we actually were and what we were meant to do with our lives. And journaling brought that back for me. So I think when you're in pain or going through any kind of situation in your life, journaling will give you that insight. It might give you messages from people, from your sixth sense. It's just such a really great way to do it. And so the journal, um, it looks just like the book, um, but it Beautiful. has, sorry, I just got a little bit lighter there, but it has the whole story inside of it. And then you write on your own. And I want people to know if, if you're journaling already, then maybe you can journal more if you don't journal consistently, because we should do it every day, right? Right. Yeah, it's an important thing. What but I love about it is that it is a great gift to give someone who is newly grieving um, as a tool to help them just process their feelings or just get them out. Because sometimes even if you just write those feelings out on paper or those thoughts that keep perpetrating your brain and keep going around and around and around, then if you can get rid of them and put them somewhere else, you get a little bit of peace for the moment. Yes, it's true. But I, I what I will say to that and to any of our, our listeners who haven't started that process sometimes people don't start because they think that there's a certain way to do it and i was i was actually presenting at a grief symposium one day and i was doing journaling using journaling as a path to healing mm -hmm. and hope and i said to them like take a page and just swear swear all over it write down up and round and just write words write any way you want if you just want to scribble like whatever i don't care how old you are do it and a lady who came to me at the end of that day and bought a journal actually she was i'd say i'm going to say mid to late 60s had lost her husband and she said to me 
I've been told to journal. I don't want to journal. I didn't want to, but I didn't know I could swear. <laughs> it was the funniest thing that she said to me. She said, I'm going right home and I'm going to start right now. I thought, you know, like, you know, like this, like, just let it go. Right. They think, so I that was that, yeah, so, yeah, it is. It's permission. There's, and that's, you have the permission right now from Melissa and myself to grieve the way that you want to grieve, to get through it the way that you need to get through it, and to heal and find joy. You have permission for that as well. Yes, you do. And you have it for more than just us because those words, again, that have come from a divine source say very clearly, shine, like, yeah, like, shine your light let me go show me show me love show me that you're following your dream look for the hints that i'll send you don't worry about your challenges there's nothing to fear you're protected you're guided you're loved pay attention to those signs i'm going to give them to you so pay attention to them and i love but 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 before we leave it's about choice but it's about also moving forward. It's, it's about saying, yes, I do want to do this, but it's about taking that first step and then taking that second step and maybe taking a step backwards or falling down, but getting back up and being determined to do it the next day. It takes work. It takes work. Think about it. If you're, if you're a, a singer and, and you're in a, and you're doing a concert, you practice. If you're a runner for a marathon, you practice. You, you're a dancer. Like, Everything takes practice. Our mindset is all about practice because it's quick and easy to stay in a feeling that doesn't feel so good, especially when we're used to it. So moving out of that is going to take conscious effort on your part and kindness to yourself. So much kindness to yourself because you're going to fall backwards and then you need to be gentle, give yourself a little hug, feel the power from your loved ones, and then step forward again. And the thing is, is I don't think the book ever tells you not to grieve. It's saying, bring it with you, carry it with you, and it'll get lighter. Your muscles will develop and it'll get easier and you'll do it together. And that's a beautiful message. So what would you like to leave us with today, Melissa? I think the most important thing for all of us when we open our eyes every morning is to have some sense of purpose. Because without a sense of purpose, that's when we're, we're left hopeless. And when we're feeling lost and like a part of us is gone, sometimes we lose that purpose. So every day, pick your purpose until you have another purpose because your purpose can change. Mm -hmm. Let your purpose be to shine light for your loved one who's no longer here physically shining your light. Show them a good time, even if it's bit by bit. I love Show them your smile. I love that. I love that. It's a perfect way uh, to heal, to heal healthy and, and to bring joy and love into the world. So tell us, where can we get a hold of these books? How can we get a copy of them? Okay, so the books are available in bookstores everywhere. And if you don't have them in your town, talk to your bookstore um, owner or manager because they can order them in. And um, they're also available on Amazon. And the journals are only available right now in Canada on Amazon. But if anybody really wants a journal, I can, because I'm in Canada, and so I have to get them to you in the States, yeah. I will promise to get them to you. You just need to reach out to me, and we'll figure out a way to, to get the journals to you um, wherever you are. And, um, yeah, so connect with me on, on my website or through Amazon or through your bookstore. 
Okay. And I'll have your information in the show notes if anybody wants, uh, wants information on that. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it so much. And thank you for you know being the bearer of this gift and seeing it through uh, so that it can be a gift to all of us. Thanks, Sherry. It's been great being here. And I'm grateful to you for having the pathway um, for people to find hope and healing. I'm Sherry Dunleavy, and you've been listening to the Grief Anonymous podcast. For more information on today's guest, the Grief Anonymous program, or the Grief Resource Network, go to griefanonymous.com or griefresourcenetwork.com. For more information on my book, workshops, or talks, go to sherrydunleavy.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks for listening.